Man, on paper, Conor McGregor should win his fight at UFC 257 against Dustin Poirier, who he beat easily before. But when it comes to out of the cage, uh, he's got a lot of demons that he needs to slay. What's up? Fred Ricciani, TSC, your home for sports news updates, interviews, and everything in between. If you're new here, please consider subscribing. If you haven't already heard, Conor McGregor has been accused of sexual assault, I believe, for the third time. This is added to the laundry list of incidents that he's been a part of, alleged to be a part of, linked to, arrested for, whatever the case may be. Now, in this particular case, according to the New York Times, this is a civil suit taking place in Ireland. Allegedly, a woman was sexually assaulted by him in 2018. As I mentioned at the top of this video, yes, I believe this is his third sexual assault allegation. Now, keep in mind, we don't know everything. I don't want to say he's innocent, guilty, whatever the case may be. But the reason I'm on here talking about this is because it's kind of important. Whether you believe he's innocent or not, the reality is there has been a pattern of bad behavior, bad habits, uh, bad juju, whatever you want to call it, that seemed to follow Conor McGregor around. Now, it could be a case where he's a, a, just a giant scumbag and he belongs in prison. And because he's rich and because he's white and because he's a national hero, particularly in Ireland, hey, he can get away with whatever the hell he wants, at least for now. Or two, he's a guy that's flawed and just ran with the wrong people and is putting himself in these positions that are compromising that are not only messing up his reputation, but could mess up his livelihood and obviously destroy his family and, of course, his own life if he should eventually end up in prison. Now, it's a civil suit for a couple million dollars. It's not prison. It's not charges or anything else. Irish police did not charge him, but this wouldn't be the first time we have seen an athlete or really any rich person with some power, with influence, to, well, skate by. So I'm not here to say that Conor McGregor is guilty, but this is a big story. I feel like a lot of people are ignoring it. What annoys me is that, you know, you get all these entities that say we care about women, we care about this, we take all these things seriously, and yet Conor McGregor's plastered all over these TV commercials, you know, all over you know, the, these websites and everything else. And I get it. He draws ratings. He draws clicks. That's great. He's a phenomenal fighter. He's one of the greatest fighters of all time. He's one of the biggest draws in MMA history and combat sports history. It's incredible. His influence is incredible. But man, at some point, again, whether you believe he's guilty or innocent, whatever, at some point, somebody's got to say, what are we doing here? At some point, somebody's got to say, you know what, Connor? Maybe slow down. At some point, somebody's got to say, maybe we put this guy on ice for a little bit until he gets his life together. And I'm wondering who's that going to be. Certainly not the UFC. It doesn't seem to be his trainer. You know, John Cavanaugh doesn't seem to be him. He like he, hey, just 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 ride that horse till it dies, right? And then shoot it in the back. You know, when when it's when it's no use for you anymore. This wouldn't be the first time we've seen this in combat sports with athletes being ridden and ridden and ridden and for pay per view buys, for clicks, for ticket sales, for all this jazz. Until it's it's too late and, and they, they can't turn back, you know, as far as their, their problems go. But, man, it's just, it's alarming. What do you want me to say? It's alarming. And I, I get it. If you're ESPN, 
you can't really just say, no, we're canceling this big ass fight that we're guaranteed to make tens of millions of dollars on because this news of the sexual assault just came out this week. I get that. I get that. But moving forward in the future, are you going to be plastering him all over your social media? Are you just going to be keep, keep going and pretending nothing's going on? Or are you going to ask the serious questions? And it's, I know ESPN's in a tough spot because they're the content partner, but come on, man. I mean, lo- let, let's look at this. So, whew, all right. Yeah, the, the, this is the actual story right here. Uh, so according to the New York Times, uh, McGregor grew up with the woman and was in the same area with her. They had some previous social interactions. Uh, they had a flirtatious exchange on, on, on Instagram on December 9th. Uh, McGregor's driver picked her up to go to a hotel for what she thought she was a party. Um, there was some cocaine involved. When she arrived at the hotel penthouse, uh, McGregor, he called her into his bedroom. And by the way, this is some graphic details. So if anybody's triggered, you know, warning here. He demanded that she performed a lewd act. She did not want that. Uh, McGregor kissed the woman and removed her clothes against her will. She tried to fight back. She bit and hit McGregor. And he ended up uh, wrapping his arms around her neck. Lifted her three times, told her, again, all allegations, I'm just reading the report. That's how I felt in the octagon. I had to tap myself out three times. That's how I felt. And he then allegedly assaulted her and made her stay in the bed. She woke up that evening, and McGregor's friend gave her a drink. She had no recollection of what happened except for the taxi ride later that day. Police later said, uh, told the woman that, McGregor's friend claimed they had sex with her, but she had no recollection and didn't consent. Oof. She got home. Uh, the woman's mother called an ambulance. She was taken to a hospital, examined by the sexual assault unit. Uh, bruising was found on her body, as well as abrasions on her neck, face, and right breast. She then notified police uh, one month later she had allegedly been raped. And she cited psychological emotional problems and has been unable to work since May 2019 and is seeking $1.79 to $2.13 million in lost wages, past and future, a change of homes and medical expenses. And here's what uh, Conor McGregor's spokesperson, Karen J. Kessler, uh, said. After an exhaustive investigation conducted by Gardai, which in addition to interviews of the plaintiff included interviewing numerous sources, obtaining witnesses' statements, examining closed-circuit footage and the cooperation of Conor McGregor. These allegations were categorically rejected. The plaintiff knows the facts contradict the assertions in this lawsuit. Mr. McGregor will dispute any claim and is confident that justice will prevail. The woman and her mother are represented by Coleman Legal Partners. (sighs) Man. I I don't know. It's, It's really disturbing. Look, even if for this particular incident... You believe that the man is innocent. It's just, it's added on top of everything else. (sighs) All right, let's just go to the friendly Wikipedia page, shall we? Controversies. Driving while while speeding. All right, whatever. Uh, Incident at Bellator 187. He he jumped in the cage and he he, he was separated by a referee and da-da-da-da. Okay, that was was wacky. Um, The bus attack was... Could have been really bad. He got off real easy on that, you know, with, with UC 223, with Habib. Uh, incident UC 229, of course, that was the, the pull-apart brawl with, with Habib and Connor and his team. And then, of course, you got the 
Dublin sexual assault allegations in March 2019. The New York Times reported that McGregor's under investigation by the Irish police following allegations of a sexual assault on a woman uh, on a woman in a Dublin hotel in December 2018. I'm assuming this civil suit is based on those particular allegations. But then a second allegation of sexual assault was reported October 2019 regarding an assault on a woman in a car alleged to have taken place earlier that month. Okay. In January 2021, after prosecutors declined to prosecute McGregor for the 2018 sexual assault, a civil claim was... Okay, so that that's, that's what the New York Times story is about. Florida robbery arrest. McGregor was arrested in Miami Beach for an altercation where he took a man's cell phone and smashed it to the ground. <sighs> okay, and of course that was dropped, but still, still... This one, uh, the most one of the more infamous incidents, Dublin pub assault. TMZ reported August 2019 that McGregor punched a man, an older man, in the face at the Marble Arch Pub in Dublin. The incident happened on April 6th and was originally reported by Irish media, although without the video that showed the attack. The guard I said stated in April that they had opened an investigation. McGregor was charged with assault and first appeared in court in October 2019. The court heard that McGregor had 18 prior convictions from 2018 going back to 2009. The majority were driving offenses, but he was given the Probation Act in 2009 when he was an apprentice plumber for an assault, cars, for an assault causing harm offense. McGregor had repeatedly offered the victim a shot of whiskey, which the victim repeatedly denied. Then McGregor punched him. He pleaded guilty to the assault and was fined 1000 And then... Most recently, and I think a lot of people have forgotten this one, because, again, when you, when you Google this, or when you Google Conor McGregor, all you find out is about his fight. Dublin, not Dublin pub assault, Corsica arrest. On September 10th, 2020, McGregor was arrested in Corsica in suspicion with attempted sexual assault and indecent exposure for an incident alleged to have taken place in a bar after being held in custody for two days while being interviewed by police. He was released without charge. Now, look. For all these allegations, in terms of the sexual assault allegations, he was arrested without charge. But where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not saying this man is a sexual abuser, a rapist. But what I am saying is that, as you can see here, uh, a major pattern of bad behavior, a major pattern of being at the wrong place at the wrong time, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to make excuses for a, a grown-ass man, okay, who should know better. You know what I mean? At worst, he's an alleged sexual abuser who belongs in prison for a long time. At best, he's a guy that, uh, regardless of whether you believe he's innocent or guilty, is going down a path that could result in him one day being broken in prison anyway. And it's just, it's very alarming. And again, I just ask the question, what are we doing here? At some point, is somebody going to say, hey, we got to save this guy from himself? Or, hey, we've seen that he's actually harmed other people. We should do something before he harms other people and himself. Is anybody going to do anything? Is anybody going to talk about this? I know some media outlets picked this up, but I don't know. For me, it's like, it's hard for me to care about a Conor McGregor fight in 2021. It's interesting because you want to see how he fights, and he didn't fight since last year, and he looked phenomenal against Cerrone. Uh, but... You know, Habib already beat him. Habib already beat Poirier. I'm like, okay. 
Like he already beat these guys. He, Floyd Mayweather also very problematic. I'm not. I'm not just trying to pick on McGregor here, but Floyd Mayweather remained undefeated. One of the reasons people still cared about Floyd and enabled Floyd after his alleged incidents was because not only was he a, a huge draw, but because he had that zero in the loss column. Now, I think records are kind of overrated in MMA anyway, but, you know, if we're, if we're keeping it real, I mean, the guy, look, the guy's fought four times since he, he be, you know, in the last, what? Okay, five times in the last five years or so. Okay, he he fought Nate Diaz the first time in that great fight in March of 2016. They fought Nate Diaz again. Then he beat Eddie Alvarez. Then he didn't fight for two years. Then he lost to Habib. And then he, he came back and, and beat Cerrone, albeit a Cerrone that you know looks past his prime with all due respect to Cowboy and his, his legendary career. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, one, something that y'all should know if you, if you don't already know. And two, ask yourselves the question, what the hell is everybody doing? I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from buying the pay-per-view. You want to watch it? Be my freaking guest. If you happen to be one of the lucky ones that's able to watch it live in Yaz Island, hey, be my guest. I hope you enjoy it. But uh, I just have a feeling, you know, a few years down the road, something bad's going to happen. Either either he's going to be added as a terrible person or he's going to harm himself or combination of both. And you're going to have Dana White and all these people pretend like, oh, man, you know, it's just unfortunate. And, uh, you know, we couldn't do anything about it. And we tried to help. Like, Stop it. Stop it. Like, you have a chance to either stop a guy who's secretly a monster or get a guy who's just flawed some help or whatever, like right now, the bottom line is I'm looking around the pay-per-view provider, UFC, the training staff, people around him. By the looks of it, you ain't doing shit. So, but hey, at the end of the day, it's up to the individual. And um, yeah, Conor McGregor, man. Not, not looking not looking good, man. In the cage, hell yeah. Your legacy's safe. And look, it might be a long time before his bank account's depleted, that's for sure. But not not a good look. Not a good look. But I want to hear from you. What do you think about Conor McGregor's latest allegations? Are you watching the fight? Who you got? Do you think that it's not going to end well for Conor five to ten years from now? I mean, there have been people like Dave Meltzer who have said on record who cover MMA extensively that, you know, Conor is at points in time has been worse than John Jones at his worst. Way worse. What does that say? Not, not, not looking good. So I will watch the fight. I'll order the fight. I guess that sort of makes me complicit too, but you know, you do got to ask yourself, man, like how's this going to end? And where, where's the limits here? You can't, you can only brush so many things under the rug before it's a pattern. And before you have to ask yourself these these tough questions, but it seems like the networks and UFC ain't doing that right now. But let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. If you appreciate these updates, please like, share. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications for more updates like this. And until next time, as always, enjoy the fights and please stay safe. And please, innocent, guilty, whatever you believe. When stories like this come out, take them seriously.